I'm sorry, I just noticed in the English that this wording at the end, I have told you this so that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told you, I'm not sure what that their hour reference is, or if it's a misprint sometime, but, but this is a pretty good addition. There's hardly any misprints, but that translation is curious. I didn't notice it in the Latin or the Greek I was looking at. Christ at the Last Supper here prophesies for five chapters, as recorded in the Gospel of St. John, the Last Supper discourse is chapter 13 to 17. We're now at the end of chapter 15, beginning 16. That section of John begins, Before the feast of Passover, Jesus, knowing that the hour had come for him to pass, from this world to the Father, because he loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. It's very solemn and ritual language. It sounds like the beginning of Mass. And that's, I think, the way John intended it. That narration of Christ's greatest preaching the, the word, the word's greatest words. Here, at the end of chapter 15, beginning the first verses of chapter 16, he is encouraging the apostles for the time to come after his crucifixion, death, and resurrection, ascent, and ascension, telling them about the Holy Spirit, telling them about, about Pentecost, and all of the time until the end of time. After Pentecost, the Holy Spirit will be with us, with the church. He would not leave them abandoned after he would leave this world. He would send the Holy Spirit to teach, to guide, and to sanctify them and the church through them until the end of time. Jesus Christ is alive and well on the earth because of the fulfillment of this prophecy. The Holy Spirit is acting through the ministry of the church in every age and every land. He also tells them that they should expect to be treated unjustly by the leaders of the world, beginning with the religious leaders in the synagogues. I think that word synagogue is our Greek word ecclesia, pretty sure, the churches. So you could translate it as synagogue, you can translate it as churches. I have to look at it at the Greek. I didn't notice that um, before. I may be wrong on that, but I think the Hebrew has a double sense. They will expel you from the synagogues. In fact, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think he is offering worship to God. Consider right away Saul's persecution of the church before his conversion overseeing the, the death of the heroic death of the first martyr, St. Stephen. He would, St. Saul, before Christ appeared to him, would gather up Christians to be killed from the synagogues, exactly fulfilling these words of Christ. Then the martyrdoms of each of the apostles in turn, except St. John who died in exile, at a very old age, he died at 101, around the year 101. 
Then the early Christian persecutions and the martyrs of the church in every age. Consider the revolutions in the modern age that of great bloodletting of the, the bishops and the priests and the monks and the nuns of the of the of the of the world. And even today in Africa and in many parts of the world there there's great persecution, bloody persecution of the church. There are there are operas written on the matter. You remember the the dialogues of the Carmelites by is it Bizet? I'm not sure, but one French composer. It's a great opera on the on the on the slaughter of the nuns in the religious orders of, of the French Revolution. Christ addresses these words to his disciples in every age, beginning with the apostles, but all of his disciples should be forewarned. He is warning you through this gospel. If you are loyal to Christ, he will be with Well, first, the words are words of consolation. He, be, he will be with you. The Holy Spirit will teach and guide and sanctify the church even now so the world might believe in Christ, so you might be loyal to him. And worldly men inside and outside the church will think they do good by opposing the truth on which you stand, for which you are willing to give your life. They will oppose and reject and attempt to destroy real Catholics in every age. I I would dare to say, well, maybe it would be too daring, but it seems to me that this is one of the marks of the church in the preaching of the Lord and throughout history. She is one holy Catholic and apostolic, and I would like to add persecuted for the sake of Christ. Remember it when men oppose you for your Catholic faith, for your absolute and unwavering loyalty to Christ and to the gospel.